Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. Ooh! I was wondering when we were going to do this, and now I know. You guys ready? I think you're going to need to roll down your windows for this one because we're all going to yell at the same time. In three, two, one. Cinnamon gum! All together now. Cinnamon gum! Was that as good for both of you as it was for me? That was good, awesome. Good, good might be a stretch of the word. Okay, it's a, it's a. Rough, it happened. It's a rough crowd. It, it was happen. there. I okay. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes I find myself going down these weird TikTok wormholes that I can't escape. I think you all feel my pain. You just kind of get on this kick, and then you're scrolling, and then all of a sudden, well, I ran, <laughs> ran into one today. Oh, this is about to get weird, isn't it? It's so gross. I ran into one today by an internet vigilante who goes by Tizzy, T-I-Z-Z-Y. He has become my, I'm now fully obsessed with him. And um, apparently, and no, I'm not making this up. You can actually go to his TikTok page. But apparently in Spring, Texas, I don't even know where in Texas that is, but in Spring, Texas... Antique shops have seen a rash of, well, I don't even know how to put this politely, so it's a family show, so I'm just going to say it. Uh, Spring, Texas, by the way, is a suburb of Houston. Okay, in, in Houston. All right, there is a gentleman, a bald gentleman who has been going into antique shops in and around that area who is wearing a kilt, <clears throat> and he... Walks around as if he is shopping for certain things, whatnot, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then will find a particular item and or <clears throat> object. <clears throat> I already don't like where this is going. And then proceed to insert it. Okay. All right. We're good. We're good. We're good. Where the sun don't shine. We're good. And then puts it back on the counter. What? What? Yes. Removes it and then puts it back. He, there is video of him. There is video. There is video of him. And he's still a free man. And he currently he is still a free man. And this has happened in multiple, multiple antique shops. So, 
you know what? If you're antique shopping in Texas, wear gloves or just don't pick up anything. There is actual video from three different antique shops of this guy just walking around, just, you know, as one does when you're, you know, shopping, and he just happens to be wearing a kilt and then takes said item and... <clears throat> okay. I, that's a true story. If I had a nickel. Like lamps? Well, I think they're smaller, Dan. Oh. Dan, I think, like, I think he's going for something a little bit more. I think it's like a spoon. Vintage salt and pepper shake. Yeah, like, yeah, like a figurine. Why are we breaking it down? Because Dan did. I, like a lamp? I, don't, I think a, a lamp would be a little ambitious. But yeah, so this. Uh, uh, was there a car? This what this video on TikTok in less than 24 hours has gotten over a million views in like no time flat. So they're bound to find it. But now the hunt is on for this creepy weirdo who is skulking around. I, I I'm sorry. I just saw I had to say that. I, Thank you for your contribution. You guys, we talked about sports ball for an hour. Hang on. Hang on. I, I just want to make sure I got this right. Yes. You came in at two o'clock. Yes. And you're good. You you know I love you. I love you're you. You're like my brother. I know. And you're good radio. Uh, okay, good. I don't know where you're going with this. Kind of scary. It's about to be an insult. Okay. Um, that's the one story you brought to the table today. Was a guy in a kilt in Texas who's shoving things where they don't belong and then putting them back on the shelf. That's it. No, I also brought the jingle. Yeah, that's true. That's he did know. bring the jingle. One positive, one negative. It's a wash. All right, I'll try and be more mindful. But I did think it was rather... How does one go down that warm wormhole? I, I don't know. It just magically popped up in my feed today. Hmm. And this guy, this tizzy guy, it was just talking about it. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this looks weird. Where is he going? And you, wa and you watched it. Because he's kind of an internet vigilante. And he was like, and then, shocking. And then you watch the footage. Uh -huh. And he does it in multiple antique shops. And I was like, what? And, and, and what's the point? I don't fetish. I don't know. Why does anybody? I don't, hmm. I don't know. All right. Now, so anyway, there was a new uh, stadium site selected today <laughs> for the Kansas City Royals. Uh, we talked the to Trent Green today. And Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Yeah, Chiefs Sports won the ball. Super Bowl. Sports bowling. Okay. The sky is blue. And then this, right. this guy comes in here with, uh, hey, do you know it's the <laughs> 40th anniversary of the I'd Like to Teach the World to Sing? Oh, would you look at that? There's oh asphalt gosh, on there, Shawnee Mission Parkway. There is a guy shoving things where they don't <laughs> belong in an antique store. I thought it was interesting. All right. Carry on. We can talk about whatever you want to talk what about. What do you do at night? Well, apparently, no, this was today. This nugget of in, uh, this. This was a daytime rabbit this, hole? This nugget of useless See, information. I, I go home. Here's how normal I am. I go, I'm going to leave here tonight. I'm going to go get my haircut. Yes. Right? Because uh, I have a haircut appointment right after the show. And then I'm going to go home, and I'm probably going to put on Wheel of Fortune. Oh, okay. Because I like it. All right. Uh, Maybe have a cup of tapioca pudding. I don't know if we're going to have time. I don't know if we're going to have time, Sam. Do you have any checks to write? I might. Okay. I don't think so. I wrote. I think I wrote most of those this morning. All right. Uh, I do have some night-night tea, extra strength, and I'm going to probably brew a little bit of that this evening when I get home. Sleepy time. Sleepy time tea that mm -hmm. you can get at the store. I call it night-night tea. Mm -hmm. Don't forget to uh, soak your dentures. <sighs> I'm about to whoop some ass up in here. <clears throat> I'm gonna start with you. I didn't say it. I didn't. I'm not looking at you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can't see your eyeballs. I'm I wasn't quite him. sure. <laughs> I'm looking at that guy over there. 
I'm gonna start with him, and then I'm gonna go to him, Don't, and then I'm gonna finish. Why with would you. you go to me? <laughs> Just because I brought up a completely scatological it's story. It's gonna be a three room, three room ass whipping. But I'm starting in the news booth. Okay, did you guys see? Just gonna go totally squirrel here. The meme of Patrick Mahomes standing in the grocery aisle with all the soup can dispensers. No. And it says Patrick Mahomes reminding everybody in the NFL how many cans of whoop he's got waiting for him. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I absolutely love it. Okay. Story here from the New York Post. A California couple whose gender reveal pyrotechnic... Sh- do I need to continue? Do I, in fiery do I death. need to continue? A California couple whose gender reveal pyrotechnic show sparked a massive wildfire that killed a firefighter have both pleaded guilty, with the dad getting one year behind bars for involuntary manslaughter. The El Dorado fire erupted on September 5th, 2020, when Refugio Jimenez and his wife, Angelina, and their young kids staged a photo shoot for their baby gender reveal at the foot of the San Bernardino Mountains. The Inferno killed Charles Morton, age 39. May God bless him always. God Le- bless. Leader of the elite firefighting Big Bear Interagency Hotshot Squad. It injured 13 others, destroyed five homes, 15 buildings, and led hundreds to evacuate. Dad pleaded guilty late last week to one count of involuntary manslaughter and two counts of recklessly causing a fire to an inhabited structure. He will be taken into custody on February 23rd, and he will serve one year in jail. Angelina pleaded guilty to three misdemeanor counts of recklessly causing fire. Uh, she was sentenced to a year of uh, summary probation and 400 hours of community service. Uh, the couple also ordered to pay $1.7 million in restitution money they likely don't have. Wait, so no one died? One person did die, oh, a firefighter. Oh, I missed that, sorry. Yeah, a firefighter mm, died. I mean... Firefighter died. Thirteen others were injured. Jeez, it's like the shrapnel, Grandma. Can can, can we get rid of the gender reveal? No. There, there there are two things I want to get rid of in this world. Yes. Whatever wormhole Mackie went down. Yeah, last I night. want to get rid of the wormhole that Mackie <laughs> went down last night. Where he's looking at people in kilts shoving things in their keister. In an antique shop. <laughs> Thank you for adding that. Got to get those because, details. Because without that detail, the story didn't make any sense. No. I have to get the antique shop. Locale. <laughs> location is everything. <laughs> okay. So you hate gender reveals. I, I, I hate. And ge- wormholes. And I here's I hate promposals. You hate what? Promposals. Oh, where? Okay. Mm-hmm. Those All two right. have gotten way out of hand. Totally out of hand. Yeah. Do you, um, can I share the dumbest but yet funnest um, local uh, gender reveal. Did you know does that... Does it involve a keister? No, it does not. Thank in God. no way, shape, or form. <laughs> Before or after the prom? No. Thank it God. It does not. Do you know that Jasper... Oh, my God. Where are we going? Jasper? He's a good friend of mine. He's a good friend of mine, too. He invited me to go for a king cake after the show tonight, So because it's Mardi Gras. Jasper does... Does that involve a kilt? It does, Please stop talking. Jasper does gender reveal lasagnas. True story. No way. Yes, it's a blue lasagna, which is has absolutely no appeal whatsoever, or a pink lasagna. Again, still no aesthetic appeal, but it is his lasagna, and it is a gender reveal lasagna. So if you really must have that, then I would highly suggest it. But it's a thing, and Jasper does it. Okay. It'll keep you from b- burning down a structure, that's for sure. 
<laughs> Quick break. <laughs> this was the weirdest 15 minutes that I've ever had on this show, and that's 10 years and counting. So there you go. You're welcome, You America. were the one captaining the you, ship. You, I know. Oh, Maybe okay. I should not run you the show You literally anymore. took control of the entire segment. <laughs> that's on me. I will take full blame for these last 15 minutes. You're welcome, America. All I'm doing is the mechanics. Back to you, The Scott. content was all you. Back to you, Scott. All right. Michael okay. Mackey from MichaelMackey.com. Filling in for Dana Wright. She's back tomorrow. Sam Stevie the third here on Dana and Parks. Uh, this is the song that Dana loves to hate. Oh, she hates it with a passion. Because of this part right here. Because everybody thinks they can hit that at karaoke, and they cannot. Mm. <clears throat> Yours is a uh, song you love to hate. You know mine. Yours is soft. Uh, little, 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 little. Okay. Song you love to hate. Uh, I have to think on that for a minute. Uh, I don't. Mm, I love date. I don't know. There's not a song that comes on the radio that you cannot get your hand on the <laughs> dial fast enough. Yes, it's there's two of them. Uh, Come on, Eileen, or uh, really? Uh, no, or uh, she blinded me with oh, science. Yeah. Thomas Dolby. No, absolutely not. Click. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm definitely off to the next channel. Yeah. When Thomas Dolby comes on. She blinded me with, with science. Yeah. I can't. No. And then, um, come on, Eileen. La, 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 what? La, come on, Eileen. What? what? La, 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 Second verse? La, la, la. I don't know the words. I don't. I just hate the melody. I hate everything about Dexy's uh, Night Runners. You know the song that I love to hate. Oh, God. But why? It is awful. For those on podcast, this is Tainted Love by Soft Cell. It is the worst song ever recorded. Is it his don't, don't get away? Is it his voice? Is it the the repetitiveness of it? It's the don't 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 Ugh. There is a remix of um on YouTube. There's a remix of what's up that is set to by three non by four non blondes by four non blondes three the, non -blondes. The, three non where the other one between go? two three yeah. and five <laughs> she quit she realized they sucked um that is a remix that is set to he-man and i just remember that thank you seven two five four that's a hilarious remix oh where, where he-man is actually singing the uh, lyrics. so so here's here's my never go to list yes uh number one is tainted love by soft cell number two is anything and i like her as a person i just don't like her music anything by cindy lopper okay i can't do it i come up in the morning yeah. like I, I i got into the car yesterday i was i was uh driving somewhere and i put on 80s on eight and she bop i love 80s on eight. came on and oh my god couldn't get it couldn't, could not get to 90s on nine fast enough do you know what has become my new jam is First Wave. Y'all listening to First Wave. Channel 36. It's 33. Like, yeah. It's like uh, songs between like 82 and 87 yeah. or 88. All from your genre. My All yes. terrible. All phenomenal. It's <gasps> so, 2950 Betty Davis Eyes. Is that your must turn it? Because Betty Davis Eyes is literally like. Oh, I like that song. Probably one of my top five all-time favorite songs. You know what my, I think one of my. The the song that I jam out the hardest when it comes on, and it, don't ask me why, but it's 
um, it's an emotions obsession. Oh, 1986. Yeah, do you remember that? I do remember that song. And emotions upset. That is my, no one will sing that song better than me in the car every day. What's your turn up, I can't get the volume loud enough, does this thing go to 11? Hearts, never. Wow. Never. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, I remember this song. Uh 19, I bet you, I bet was you, this 86, Sam? 85, I think. Uh, this album. Oh, this is the best of Animotion. Hang on, I'll look it up. I bet you I would rock this on karaoke. 1983. No, wow. really? Wow, I was way off. Oh, I was way off too. Mm. Okay, what's your jam? Turn it up. The, like, they're, is that Freedom Rock, man? Turn um, it up. Turn it up, man. Um, hang on. I'll tell Sam. Um, Thin Lizzy's my favorite. Well, we, yes. You knew that. I love Prince. Um, and anything that they play, if it's on the radio, it's going up to 10. Okay. But there's one song. One. That I always go to 11 on. Okay. Boston's Don't Look Back is without a doubt one of the greatest songs of all time and when it comes on the radio or I put it into the system, it goes to 11. Uh, well, I mean, I'll give you that. But is it as good as this one? Come on. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Somebody I, on the text line said this was their Turn It Up to 11 song. Eddie Money's uh, Be my little Take Me Home Tonight, huh? Mm-hmm. huh? All right. A story here from Las Vegas. Las Vegas police revealed that a man who was arrested for scaling the sphere caused an estimated $100,000 in damage to the iconic venue. Can what? You, can you go in it? Have, do, yeah. you, do you go to Vegas on a... Uh, yeah. Uh, have you been to the sphere? I haven't been inside of it, but but, I, but you can go in it. Yeah, that's yeah, it's where an U2 entertainment plays. venue. It's where you two plays. They have a residence. Oh, there. it's like oh, oh, it's like an arena. Yeah, it is, yeah, it is. And so the lights are on both the outside and the inside, and they can put different pictures on both. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that is cool. Uh, according to a police report, Las Vegas patrol officers received multiple calls reporting a suspicious person seen climbing the exterior of the sphere. A hundred thousand dollars in damage. Uh, at 10 o'clock in the morning on Wednesday, officers arrived on the scene. Yep, confirmed there was a suspect on the building. 
and coordinated with staff to get to the top to get the man down before anyone was injured. He was an activist of some type. He was he was climbing it for some sort of... His name is Deschamps, or Deschamps. When he, he got down, he said, boy, that escalated quickly. <laughs> is he French? Is it Deschamps? I don't know. Okay. He was climbing the sphere. Uh, NBC News, years before a shooter opened fire at Joel Osteen's Lakewood Church in Houston, residents in the small neighborhood said they had run-ins with the suspect. And he frightened them. Um, uh, she frightened them, sorry. Six women who live in the neighborhood in Conroe, a North Houston suburb, said the woman, Janice Marino, targeted them, harassed them, threatened them, displayed firearms, made them fear being outside of their homes. Late Monday afternoon, late yesterday afternoon, uh, the women held a news conference in the driveway of a home to describe what they say they had been enduring and to criticize what they said was officials' failure to respond to their reports about Miss Marino. No one should have died. No one should have been hurt. This should have been handled years ago, and here we are again, said Jill, the president of the Neighborhood Association who would not give her last name. Authorities say Marino opened fire Sunday afternoon between services at Lakewood Megachurch in Houston. Her seven-year-old son was with her at the time. Hmm. How crazy do you have to be to walk into a megachurch with your son? And, how, how old was the son again? Seven. Ugh. And open fire. I've said it a thousand times. I don't care what you think about Joel Osteen. I find great inspiration in his message. I listen to Joel Osteen all the time. I'll probably listen to him tonight when I leave here. I find him inspirational, encouraging. If that's not your bag, that's okay. A lot of people don't like prosperity gospel. Well, I don't think she was there for Osteen based on the messages that she was. What the hell was she there for? I have no idea because she had anti-Semitic messages on her. Oh, she did? I, I didn't read that oh, part. Oh, yeah, lunatic uh-huh. fringe. Yep. Oh, and she's one of the Christian church. With anti-Semitic messages, mm-hmm. like, written on her, like, in Sharpie? I didn't, I, I don't know if that was the case, but. Huh. It was definitely anti. The verbiage I read was that she yeah. had the messages on her, whether that was on a piece of paper in her pocket. I'm not sure. It was anti-Semitic based. Okay. Uh, her name is Lucy. Check that. Lusa. You. She is a very accomplished woman. She is 79 years old. Lucy, you. Uh, Lusa, you. Okay. That's correct. She has skydived in Dubai. Okay. She has climbed the cliffs of Angola. She has stargazed on top of a volcano. And at the age of 79, she has planted her foot in every country on this planet. I want to be her. She completed the trek in November. Born in the Philippines in 1945, moved to St. Louis when she was 23. Said she had to work two to three jobs Uh to finance all of these trips around the world. And she has now, she claims, stepped foot in every country on the planet. I'm going to need to see that passport, see those stamps. That's what I'm going to uh, You is one of 51 recorded travelers who have completed a goal of visiting every 
country in the United, in the world. Man. Uh, how many states have you been to? How many states? Mm-hmm. I've been to all 50. I've, I have not been to all 50. Sam, how many states have you been to? Most of them. I've not been to Hawaii, um, Idaho, a couple in the Northeast. Uh, if you count driving through, I mean, we made pit stops. Well, I've not I visited mean, all you're, of them. You're, as well, long that, as you're, that's in it. Yeah. yeah. Or so even flew through. Most landed. of them. Landed, you know, in Poughkeepsie or Sheboygan. That the counts. only other one that I would really love to go to is Hawaii. Been there. Been there. But I've been to Alaska. It was awesome. I could live there. I did. Back in the day when a million years ago, it was probably eight years ago now, I was a media trainer. And they would, uh, in order to train these personalities, they would fly me all over the country. And I checked off uh, all 50 states when I was traveling nonstop. Mm. You're counting. Yes, I am. 13, 14, 14, uh, 15, 16, 17. The blue stuff on top is not water. That is Canada. Thank you, Sam. Hey, uh, I I, I think there are 18 states I've not been to. Uh, No, make that 20. I've never been to Utah either. What's at the top of your list? Sam's is Hawaii, yes? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my, my go-to. No, what's your, like, what's the state that you're like, I haven't been to, but I need to. Oh, um. Hmm, that's a good question. I think you'd you've have you been to Canada? No. I think you'd like Canada. I mean Alaska. Is that a state? I Sorry. lived I lived in Alaska. Oh, you did? Did I know that? I lived in Alaska <laughs> for three years, Michael. I did not know that. 1977 and 1980. Oh. First through third grade. All right. That's because it was before you were born, Michael. Yeah. It's things, not before he was born. Things don't believe the any, lies. Anything that happens before Oh, I've seen the, the mid eighties. It's not. Yeah. Okay. I did not know that. Okay. So. Um, and when we were in Alaska, we vacationed in Canada, Hawaii. Oh, Soviet Russia. I can see Russia from my house. Yeah, we, we could actually. Um, state I want to go to the most. You, you, you know what? Um, I'm a huge Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Have been since I was a little kid, and I love the Chiefs. Don't get me wrong. I was mm-hmm. jumping up and down on bad knees the other night. I love the Chiefs and the Steelers, so don't don't take that away from me. But ever since I was a little kid growing up in Alaska, uh, I've been a huge Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I have never in my life stepped foot in the state of Pennsylvania. Wow. Ever. Um, That ends this year. I am going to a Pittsburgh Steelers football game. Look at you, check and check. I'm I'm bucket listing this year. All right. Uh, So Pennsylvania would be the one I'm going to. Having said that – that's more of a sports destination kind of thing. If you're talking about just like scenery, mm-hmm. you inspired me. I did? Yes. When you went to Wisconsin oh. and I saw the pictures that you sent back. Uh, of Door County? Yeah. Oof. Door County. That, 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 that all of a sudden went to the top of my bucket list. Oh, man. If I could find a piece of property on one of the Great Lakes. Oh, man. You'd never see me again. I'd be a homesteader. <laughs> It's funny. Where's Sam? Can't find him. Can't get a hold of him. He, he doesn't even have electricity. He doesn't even return calls. It's funny. When I get sent on these um, travel trips, I don't do any recon. Like, I knew nothing about Door County. and I Oh, it up, was beautiful. And then the two, things you sent back? Three weeks ago when I got sent to Lake Charles, Louisiana, did no <clears throat> recon at all. And it and now that literally that city, Lake Charles, has my heart. Now forget Shreveport, forget New Orleans. I am. I will. Huh. Ske- I will now schedule a trip to go to 
Lake Charles, Louisiana. Sam, Sam's, what's what's yours? You go to the UP all the time, but uh, I love the UP. My what what is my dream to go to that I haven't been to yeah, is Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. You have to go to Gettysburg when you're in Pennsylvania. You know that, don't you? In that on the east side? I don't know, but that's a lot of driving. I yeah, it needs to be on your to do list. My did you guys know that Plymouth Rock is actually a tiny, really boring rock <laughs> in Massachusetts? Yeah. Is it really? <laughs> yes. I've seen like entire articles about people that waited their whole life to go see Plymouth Rock and they get there and it's like a small boulder. And there are so many amazing oh, I you would I thought not, it would be bigger. That's what she said. You would that's what she said. You would not think that Idaho would be like bucket list, but it has so many lovely state parks, national parks. It's just it's See, but that doesn't do anything for me. Oh, well. Like, what am I Okay, I'm going to drive through and see nature? Yeah. You are. I'll just go west of Lawrence. Go west. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, if, if nature is what I want to see, what am I going to see in Idaho that I won't see in the Flint Hills? That's see, true. I think that you are fixated on the idea that there's only really cool spots outside of the U.S., which a lot of people are. I didn't say that. Well, no, I understand. But when you say things like, what can I see in Idaho that I can't see in the Flint Hills? I mean, yeah. there are gulches, not in Idaho, but in Oregon that are something that you wouldn't believe were ever in the U.S. What's a gulch? You know, that word came out of my mouth, and I don't think that that was the term I was looking for. So, Is that even a word? Let me... Let me I want to go to upstate New York. I feel like it's that's a beauty. Been there. I bet, I, like, that's where I want to go. Like, right after I got divorced... Like, cat skills. Like, right after I got divorced from Shonda, I was dating a gal from high school, and she lived in Rochester. Uh-huh. And I went up there. Ro- Rochester's actually a really nice town in the summer. Uh, gulch is not what I was looking for. A gulch is a narrow, steep-sided ravine marking the course of a fast stream. But you couldn't pay me a million dollars to live in Rochester during the winter. Oh, no. 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 I mean, they get like 14 no. feet of snow. Absolutely not. It's ridiculous. Is gorge the word you were looking for gorge. from the text line? That would work. Gorge. Okay. There's just a lot of cool sites like I... Some that I didn't even believe would be in the U.S. And, and Sam, I, I, I hear where you're coming from, and, and I and I understand what you were trying to say, because of things that I've said on the radio, I could easily understand how people would think that I believe the best places to see are outside of the country. Not not just you, but Americans in general. We don't realize how vast our land is and how many cool things are actually yeah. within the borders of the U.S. And there are plenty of great things to see in these United States. I, I'm not taking anything away from it. But but if I'm going to spend a large amount of money on a vacation, I am not going to landlocked Idaho. I'm going somewhere where there's a beach. Well, yeah. Where I can sit and put my feet in the sand for a week and stare at the ocean. You just posted on Facebook that you desperately want to go to Cancun. Uh, I'm on my way to Cancun. I'm out. You're out? Yes. Can I booked an extra, I bu- I booked extra large bag so I can sneak in it? Yes. I okay. booked Aruba today. I, l- I would love to go to Aruba. I've only been once, and I'm very excited. Uh, quick break here. He is Michael Mackey from MichaelMackey.com. That guy over there is Sam Stevie Third. My name is Scott Parks here on KMBZ. An Oklahoma judge caught sending hundreds of text messages and then scrolling through social media during a murder trial. 
acknowledged her inappropriate behavior and then she, resigned. She sent 500 text messages. Yeah, not a good look. During this murder trial. Uh, and she was caught scrolling on Facebook. So, it was a whole thing. So a lot of those texts were to the bailiff who was right across from her in the courtroom. Ugh. Uh, was she talking smack on the defendant? Yes. Oh, yes, yeah, she you got to step down. Uh, Tracy Soderstrom, uh, uh, Strum, Soderstrom, resigned last week, three days before she was scheduled to go on trial. Uh, security footage showed Soderstrom, a now former judge, extensively on her phone during the June 2023 trial. The defendant, Christian Martzel, was on trial for the 2018 killing of his girlfriend's two-year-old son. Said Soderstrom during a press conference, there were some things that I did inappropriately. Really? I texted during a trial. It doesn't matter whether it was a traffic case or whether it was a divorce case or whether it was a first-degree murder case. I texted during the trial, and that was inappropriate. In some of these texts that she sent to whomever, but a lot of them went to the bailiff, she called witnesses liars admired the looks of a police officer who was testifying in which she said to, to the bailiff, I could listen to this man talk all day long. Hello. Thirst trap. Express bias in favor of the defendant. Huh. Huh. Among the texts referenced, the then judge said a district attorney was, quote, sweating through his coat, described the defense attorney as awesome, Called the prosecutor's witness a liar. She was quite busy texting during... 500 texts. During the court case. Now, now she did say she did not display any bias in the case. Oh. Quoting here. Yes, she did. I didn't make up my mind, even if I had, that wouldn't have mattered, because I was not the fact finder. Well, yeah, that's true, but you also get to dictate the course of the case. Wait, scroll, or scroll, uh, look down. What... They gave her the boot. That she resigned. No, no, I know. But I'm saying she can't come back. She's They rescinded her whatever law license or not her. What is? She it? was disbarred? No, there's something. No, she wasn't disbarred. There's something judicial. Like she could never be, become a judge again. Well, she it just says she does not plan to seek any judicial position in the future. She's elected. Yes, but not the, appointed. But there was something else at the, uh, in another article I read. It said that she anyway. By, by the way, the the defendant was found guilty. Do you think that case is getting overturned anytime 100%, soon? Hundred percent, hundred and fifty percent, without a doubt. It is Mardi Gras. Tomorrow is Ash Wednesday. For those of you who are Catholic, make sure you get to church. Tomorrow is also the parade. Be safe out starts there, at, people. Starts at 11 o'clock. Be safe. We got to run. We will carry as much of the parade as we possibly can. Have a great night. Be safe, be well, and be good. We'll see you tomorrow. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.